everybody welcome back to swage lock southeast texas talks i am one of your hosts buster caballero along with my other host logan boatwright it's a webcast for industry news events general items like that so logan welcome good to see you again thanks buster good to see you too all right man what do we have on the show today so today we have a very special guest mr russell smith Russell is our technical support and training specialist, and that's a mouthful. Yeah, we've already had the training specialist on. Well, Russell has a bit of a different role, and he's been with our company for a very long time, and uh, he helps out our associates and our customers on a daily basis, and he's been doing so for 32 years. So I don't want to get into it too much. I'll let the man himself explain it. So welcome to the show, Mr. Smith. Thank you, guys. Uh, glad to be here. Uh, I've been enjoying these uh, the talks every week. Um, you guys are doing a great job. Uh, yes, I've been with Swage like 32 years total. Uh, the first 24, I was uh, a technical advisor, just like you two guys. So uh, definitely know uh, know what you guys go through on a daily basis. Uh, but the last few years uh, kind of specialized in uh, just the technical support and training for our inside associates, not uh, not customers. So uh, that's uh, doing for about the last eight years uh, here in Swayze Rock, Southeast Texas. Well, Very welcome nice. to, yeah, welcome to the show, Russell. I know you're you're one of these linchpins in our in our organization, and and you, God, the things that you do for us, we're going to get into a little bit of. But thanks for coming on the show, man. It's so good to see. You. So, Russell, you, you touched base on a, on a few things that you do, and uh, I'd like to dive a little bit deeper into it. So what, what exactly do you do in your current role today? Well, like the title says, it, it kind of falls into two categories. Uh, the one that uh, uses most of my time is the technical support uh, part. Uh, of, of what I, the entire company. Uh, now we've got lots of guys like, you know, you, uh, Logan and Buster that have tons of knowledge. And, and so we've got a, a bunch of technical advisors, uh, customer service representatives, in some cases that have been, been around 10 or 12 with tons of knowledge. Um, but I'm kind of the, uh, the, the backup for all of you guys. So when you get a bid or an application and it's uh, maybe something a little outside of, of what you've dealt with before, all that stuff uh, gets funneled to me on a daily basis. Uh, that can cover a, a, a wide range of different types of questions. Uh, uh, things like, uh, you know, is, is this particular product going to work well in a in my specific application, uh, information that maybe is that, that we need, the customer needs, but it doesn't show up in the literature anywhere. Um, in fact, we ran across one of those uh, today, Logan. Uh, 
one you sent me, uh, Toothpick. You're going to have a very hard time finding that in any documentation. Um, but but again, it's the kind of thing that's been thrown at me often enough that uh, you know it's right there at my feet. When uh, we get a customer that needs uh, a cross-reference for a part, you know, they, they've got a, another manufacturer's part number and, and they would prefer to buy the Swayzlock version of it. Uh, very frequently that gets sent to me to uh, come up with, uh, with our substitute for that uh, other manufacturer's part. Um, another thing that, that happens pretty much on a daily basis is you guys uh, use me as a sounding board for Okay, I, I I think I've got this thing figured out, but you know, is there something I'm missing? Uh, you know, is is there maybe an, another way to approach this that you know that I haven't thought of yet? Uh, so I, I do that with you guys, uh, even I the engineering group. <laughs> uh, and and again, be, because of the training and and some of the experiment uh, experience with a lot of our our folks, uh, they they're pretty sure they have the answer. But they might spend another couple of hours getting that extra little bit of, of confidence in the answer, or they shoot it to me and say, hey, uh, is, am I on the right track here? So uh, all kinds of different, different questions uh, uh, get thrown at me on a daily basis. Well, so on that note, you talk about the one today, and I wasn't even thinking about that one when we when we started the show. But you know, in that case, you you talk directly with the customer and, and gave them an answer. A lot of the times when I'm dealing with you, you you're just making me look really good. Yeah. Um, just last that's, week, that's actually my it, job. Logan. If there's a way to make these look any better, you know, Russell, you do it. We definitely need the help. That's for sure. But I mean, j- just last week, I was I was looking for a part number for a. I think it was a quarter inch VCO O-ring uh, in Teflon. So not even the standard material. And that that's not something that's that's in the catalog. And I, I might have been able to to find it myself, but I was I was out seeing a customer. So I was able to message Russell real quick and you know something that, that might have taken 30 minutes, you know, an hour until I got around the computer. It it took about a minute and a half to get that info back to back to our customer and they were able to, to get the part in time. So I mean, we, we all have a ton of stories like that. Buster, I know you could rattle off a few off the top of your head. And that one's, that one's just something seemingly simple, you know, for, for a part number that I just didn't know. And, you know, Russell, I, I don't know if you knew it off the top of your head, Russell, or you just had it right at your fingertips, but uh, you, you definitely knew where to find it. And it definitely helped out a customer. So Russell does a lot of things behind the scenes that, that really help us out. Yeah, and, and to to go further with that, you know, Russell, we have a lot of time. Our customers, uh, our customers can call in either to our us or to our CRT team, or and, and ask them like, "Hey, I'm looking for this part number," and kind of describe it and say it's a half inch tube fitting on one side and it's uh, three eighths NPT on the other. Can you help me with that? And that's simple. That's real easy to come up with. Now, when it comes to when we're talking with you, things aren't that simple. We're we're needing a little more specification on there. You know, how how is your role different from them? And and I know we kind of have a little weak internet signal right now, so we may go in and out. We may ask you to repeat something if we didn't get it there. 
but how, how is your role different from what a typical CRT is? Well, I, I don't actually enter orders and quotes into the system, and, and you don't want me doing that. Um, so it, it, more kind of the go-between. Uh, so again, uh, you know, the technical advisors and the customer service team, you know, use me pretty much equally. Actually, probably the customer service team uh, uses me more often than the technical advisors. Uh, and, and in those kind of cases, again, you mentioned being, uh, you know, things happening kind of behind the scenes. Most of those, you guys are never even get involved. So, you know, one of your customers sent something in, the, the customer service team maybe is not sure what they're after or uh, don't, doesn't have the correct part number or, or is this, do these components go together? And uh, so, you know, so, so that kind of thing happens uh, even frequently when you guys are, are not even aware of it. Um, but yeah, it's I am completely dedicated to the the technical side of it, whether it's product application with the customers. So uh, so I'm not in you know I don't do any kind of data entry. It's you know it, it gets sent to me. Uh, hopefully I, I can come up with with a solution that goes back to the customer service team, and and then they take it from there and the you know, the quote or order uh, then gets processed for the customer. So, awesome. you, so you're just like strictly, you, we're going to get you the most technical knowledge about a component possible, right? Would that be a fair assessment? Yeah, when, when it, again, when it gets outside of your comfort zone, the customer service team, uh, comfort zone, or they're, they're literally they have no idea where to go looking for the information uh, or I have found some information, but I'm not sure exactly what this means or how it applies. Uh, that That's where I get involved. When you're playing football, you'll have an all-time quarterback. You're just, you're our all-time technical resource. That's, that's what you do. Yes. Every day. So, and Russell, again, we, we talk all the time. I, I gave an example of the time you helped me with part numbers. And I know you spend a lot of time end up cross-referencing part numbers, you know, either for the technical advisors, for our customers. How, how do you go about doing all that? In, in some cases, there's, you know, there's manufacturers, uh, products that I see often enough that you know, I, I don't know their part numbering system as well as I know our part numbering system, but but I've at least got a a, a good head start into where uh, you know what the product is and and some of the the particulars you know in connections, uh, materials of construction, those kind of things, and of course I've accumulated uh, those those frequent uh, parts that we see uh, so that they're you know pretty much uh, at, uh, at at my fingertips. So I can usually come up with those, uh, uh, you know, our part number for those products pretty quickly. Um, you know, in a lot of cases, it's things that I've never even run across. And uh, so I'll, I'll be doing the same kind of thing, you know, anybody else would, you know, Googling the manufacturer, uh, a part number, usually uh, you have to pare it down to kind of a part of the part number to, to be able to track it down. Um, but uh, again, it, it's something that I do so frequently 
that I, I typically can can get to it a whole lot quicker than than you guys could or the customer service team could. And awesome. And another part of that too is you know there there are a lot of times when we'll get some say we get a spec sheet from a customer and. It, it's very likely describing one of our products, sometimes directly, but it doesn't have the actual part number on there. And some of these spec sheets and, and the data sheets can be kind of confusing and a little intimidating. So um, I know that's that's one of the things that, that you deal with all the time, too. So how, how does that look for you? Yeah. And, and again, it, uh, a big part of the reason it's a little easier for me is because I've seen so many of them over the years. Uh, you get to kind of understand the terminology that's used in, in a spec sheet as opposed to uh, what you might hear in a conversation. Um, you know, there's, uh, again, because of the, the years of experience, you you kind of know what things to focus on and what things are kind of irrelevant to, uh, to the product we're talking about. Um, you know, a good example, uh, one of the the more detailed kind of uh, specifications we'll see typically a relief valve. And um, so when I get a relief valve spec, uh, I'm very narrowly looking for one particular thing because our relief valves typically are proportional relief valves. And so the first thing I'm looking for on a relief valve spec, does it have to be a coded a relief valve is it a a safety relief valve and so rather than spend you know 30 minutes trying to come up with in connections and and setting and, and all those kind of things i can very quickly okay unfortunately we can't help the customer with this one or okay we're we're in the ball game on this one now i can uh, focus more on the the specifics to come up with a, a part number uh, that we can uh, quote for for the customer so again, it, it it it's the kind of thing. If you're seeing them regularly, they become much easier to decipher. Um, but uh, again, the kind of thing I, I see on pretty much a daily basis is descriptions of a product and not uh, a particular part number to work with. Well, Russell, and to kind of touch on one of the things you said, you know. Uh, about how fast you're able to get these things. You've been here 32 years. And for us right now, somebody just coming in, they look at our product binder and it's it's a textbook now. It, it used to be a binder when I started. Now it's a, a full textbook. It, it's heavy. It's, you know, that's the one that you got to be like, oh man, that one probably costs like 400 bucks if you were a student uh, going to swage lock school. But for for you, how how big was the how what kind of product offering was it whenever you started and through the years? How have you seen this grown in, in knowing what we carry? Because sometimes you know we look in a catalog and we're like, "Hey, I, I don't even see this product in here or this part number or this manufacturer." And we reach out to you. How has the product line grown since then? Grown tremendously, uh, obviously, uh, and not only is it a heavy bound book, it's very, very small print these days. Um, the binder was probably half to a third of the size of the binder that uh, we were using most recently up to a few years ago. Um, hoses would be a good example. We had one hose in our catalog uh, back when I started. 
And uh, today we've got a, about a 100-page catalog of nothing but hoses and flexible tubing. Yeah, our, um, our biggest part of the catalog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yes, it, it, uh, it, and, and that was a huge benefit to kind of get to where I am these days is, you know, I started with a much smaller uh, group of products that I could really learn in detail. And then as new things were added over the years, you know, that's okay. You know, I'm just kind of expanding that, that, that base. Uh, so yeah, it, uh, definitely much easier, uh, back, uh, back in the day when I was first getting started than, uh, somebody like, uh, you know, our, our newer technical advisors today, uh, you know, we had maybe one or two products that, had any kind of wiring, any electrical to it back then? Something like a a limit switch for a for a ball valve. And today we're we're doing smart products, and um, so yeah, we we've come a long way from uh, in in the last actually closer to forty years, but uh, uh, definitely come a long way. So it, it is much harder for you guys uh, to kind of be the experts uh, than it was back in the day. Thanks for making us feel better. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got some reading to do. Oh. So, Logan, uh, I'm sorry. Russell, when our customers are coming to us, sometimes they're also not necessarily for a part number, but they're also coming for us for a technical question on a product, also to troubleshoot it on that side. And, and what's your approach whenever a customer says, I got a valve, but I, it's not working in my application? How do you go about with those? Well, that's that's where those uh, 24 years as a technical advisor kind of kind of comes in and helps. Uh, same kind of thing you guys would do out in the field. Uh, you know, ask questions, get as much information about uh, the, the system, the environment uh, that the system sits in. Um, Again, you, you guys know the kind of questions, um, and and you know, trying to think up some some examples of, of some stories uh, as we were getting ready for this thing today. Um, there was a situation, actually, a couple that that kind of fall into well, one for sure. So uh, we had a, an equipment manufacturer call in, and, and originally was on the phone with one of the customer service folks, and uh, so occasionally the, those phone calls will, will get handed off to me. And uh, they had actually, it was probably 10 or 12 uh, of our metering valves in an application. And they were having a problem with the stem, the stem tip, when of course in a, in a metering valve, we've got a very, very long uh, tapered uh, stem tip on there. And the stem tip was breaking off uh, in the valve body. And so, you know, start asking some questions about how they're they're using them, how they're closing the valves. You know, they're, are they over tightening uh, when they shut the valve off? And you know, wasn't coming up with anything that that really made much sense. And I had with this particular product, I had uh, not run into a situation where breaking the stem was was uh, was something I'd ever seen before. And so the the logical probably using channel locks on it. Exactly. <laughs> um, and so the only logical explanation, again, in a very brief conversation was uh, some kind of severe vibration would would potentially be the, the, the cause of something like that. And 
the customer was not aware of any vibration, uh, but uh, you know we we ended the conversation there, and they were going to do a little more investigating on their end, and uh, so follow up discussion with the customer turns out. Uh, they were seeing some vibration, but it was a, an extremely high frequency, so not the kind of thing you, you would visually see or, or, or hear. Um, but uh, so they were able to track that down and uh, they switched to another valve that was a little more robust and could handle a little more severe environment, but also were able to uh, kind of uh, dampen the vibration a little before it got to the valve. So. Um, uh, you know, that, that's the kind of example where, uh, again, just the kind of questioning I, I would have done, you know, back in the day if I was at the customer's site and, and we're, uh, you know, we're trying to, to, to solve an issue. So, again, that, that's where that uh, experience out in the field, you know, really, really helps in this current role. No, that's a, that's a great story. Do you, do you have any other stories or, or anything else you'd, you'd like to add? Um, uh, another one, again, that we, we had kind of talked about leading up to this, uh, kind of falls into a, a different area. So we had a, one of the, the local refineries, uh, uh, the lab group, and there was a, a particular sample point, uh, out at the, the, the docks, uh, that they only needed to use this sample station for a very specific, uh, fluids that were coming in from uh, on a barge. So it was uh, one that they didn't use very frequently. They go may go months or, or a year or so uh, without having to use that sample point. Well, they had a barge scheduled coming in. Uh, they determined they needed to replace the, the valving on this sample station. And it was some actuated ball valves, some three-way ball valves. And we were getting a long lead time uh, on the replacement valves because it was not the standard version of the valve. Uh, it was actually kind of a high temperature version. And so uh, again, uh, well, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of in a bind here. They're in a bind. Uh, we can't get the valves quick enough or the bars that's going to be here in a day or two. And they can't unload the barge until they're able to take those samples. Uh, so after some additional questioning, uh, turns out that, there was really no need for the special version of the valve. Uh, the standard version would work perfectly fine. And so with parts we had sitting on the shelf, uh, they were able to, to bring the barge in the next day or two. They were up and running, ready to, to run the sample. Um, so instead of the barge sitting there for the two or three or four weeks that would it would have required to, to get the valves they were requesting, we were able to provide a solution and, and they were able to uh, keep things rolling with no interruptions. So, See, that's so again, a, go ahead. Uh, you know, a, a different kind of a situation, but that that's the kind of thing, again, that I see frequently. Okay, customer needs this particular part number, but they need it tomorrow or next week. And the lead time we're getting from Swage Lock, it's it's not an off-the-shelf item, and so uh, we've got a we've got an impasse here. Customers got to have it sooner, and there's no way we can get it sooner. And so you know, then I go into the same kind of mode there. You know, do, is there something else that will work as well, or or at least well enough in this situation 
that we can get to the customer tomorrow or next week. Um, so that that's another thing that I'm I'm, I'm dealing with frequently is uh, you know finding something else that uh, that's going to solve the problem. Yeah. yeah, and that's a that's a great story because we we do run into that one a lot where somebody has a, a more complicated version of of something out in the field where you know a, a standard version of that same thing might work out. Um, but we we get those the the opposite direction too. I mean, it was you know, just a just a couple of weeks ago. You're helping me find a diagram of every single component, and it has to really see half inch sixty series ball valve. Wow something that's, that's laid out in the catalog, um, something that we know we have at our fingertips, but something that was a, an emergency situation for a customer because they needed to rebuild the valve, but just wanted to replace the, the parts that they needed. So we had to get those part numbers out to them. And, you know, again, something that would have taken me hours to figure out. You, you had the diagram or able to shoot it over to me, make me look good and, and help the customer out. So that's, that's awesome. Um, yeah, and that, that's a huge part of what I do is, you know, I, I don't have all of these answers just sitting in my head, but again, because I'm doing it on a daily basis, I, I know where to go to look for information. So it's if it's not at my fingertips, uh, it, it's something I can, again, you guys and most of the customer service team as well are completely capable of, of coming up with most of the, the, this information. but. You know, if, if customer service uh, uh, associate runs across something that's going to take them two or three hours to track down, as opposed to shooting it to me, so they can move on and then, you know, they can process another 10 or 12 quotes or orders in those two or three hours, as opposed to working on that one question. So, uh, you know, ultimately, the, the, the benefit, you know, I, I think I provide is is saving time. You know, customers get answers quicker and you guys, customer service team, are able to move on and keep things, other things rolling as opposed to coming to a grinding halt until we can get an answer to that, that one particular thing. Yeah, no, that's, that's great. And that's a, that's a great way to, to close it out there, Russell. So, man, we really appreciate you coming on the show. I'm sure I'll be bugging you in a few minutes about something new so uh, actually had something just come through this morning where i'm like i need to ask russell about that so i'll I'll be sending you an email also see looky there i'll be here work no but seriously thank, thanks for coming on the show russell and and talking about what you do and you know we, we wanted to have you on because you you are a huge resource to customers and sometimes it's directly but a lot of times it's it's behind the scenes you know via either a customer service person or or a technical advisor so you're out there helping people even if even if the people don't realize that hey that's that's russell smith that that really helped me out there so it's it's awesome to have you here um you're you're a big part of what we try to do at at swedgelock southeast texas and that's you know get get stuff to our customers as quickly as possible and a lot of times that stuff is you know parts right and and that's where warehouse comes in but in russell's case it's it's information and Russell's absolutely the guy that's there to help get information to our customers as, as quickly as possible. So if you have a question for Russell, type it in the comments. And, and if you have something else you'd like to see us discuss on the show, please let us know.
Yeah. Maybe our next episode will be stump the Russell or stump Mr. Smith. Uh, that sounds like a good one for me, but everybody, thanks for tuning in again. As always, we really appreciate your time. And uh, with these shows, if you can share them out with your friends, share them out with industry experts, share them out with uh, coworkers in case there's something that you think might pertain to their applications. Go ahead and check us out on ssct.swedgelog.com. Uh, it's our website. We're also on all the major social media platforms from LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube also, which you're watching this on, and also uh, Google Play for the, our podcast version of this. So if you want to listen to this later on, you don't have time to sit down and watch, you can take the show with you, uh, Apple Podcasts, and we are on Spotify. So share, like, and let your friends know about us. And we will see y'all next Wednesday when we drop another one of these great episodes. So have a good day and we'll see y'all later. Have a great day. Thank you. Thanks, guys.